Art Fizinmeyer is a dynamic, effective leader with more than 20 years of highly successful executive experience, most recently provided consulting and management services as a senior advisor to the CEO of a $140 million service company. He's the founder of a successful technology company in the communications field, designing, developing, placing, and operating public assets kiosks. Additional experience as a president and COO of a casino management and consulting company where he participated in the process which resulted in it being taken public and whose principal client produced revenues well into nine-figure range. He is a highly decorated FBI agent, recognized nationalist for his expertise in handling high-profile organized crime and undercover investigations. Bachelor's degree, extensive training at the FBI Academy at Quintico, top service clearance, crisis management team member, past board member and chairman of the board of Cabrillo Credit Union. Please welcome my friend, Art Fazenmeyer. Welcome everybody to Money 911, where we talk about health, wealth, and peace of mind. And today we're talking about Money 911 and why you need to be aware of what we're talking about. And before we get started with Art, you heard all about this, my amazing guest here. And Art, I just want to welcome you. It's a complete honor to have you here, and I'm really excited to, to talk to you. It's a pleasure. Every time I get to speak to people about something I feel very, very passionate about. So I hope this is going to be informative and enjoyable for your viewers. Yes, me too. And before we get started, everybody, I just all my podcast listeners that have been listening to me, make sure you go over to YouTube because we now you'll be able to see our beautiful faces on YouTube, Healthy Money, Happy Life. And so this is also a video and we're broadcasting from the C-Suite Network everywhere. And I'm really excited because I'm in the safe money world. And when I heard about this, I did not know anything about this what goes on with these titles. And since I have created over 6,000 revocable living trusts, I know what it is to make a deed and how easy it is that bad guys can take the equity from your home. So, Art, as a retired FBI agent with background, an amazing background in crime and labor unions, what drew your attention into this situation? When I was first contacted by an administrative assistant for the company back in 2017, the second I finished talking to her, I knew that the main asset in my life, my home, was at risk because anybody that wanted to could easily forge a new title and take out loans on my home without me knowing about it until they were past due, quite frankly. And so I immediately signed up my own home, my daughter's home, my mother-in-law's home. I have an elderly sister and brother-in-law in their home and my son's home because I know that they were vulnerable. And in the end, you need to know that when you get to the point where your home is, in most cases, at least 80% of your total assets, 
if you lose that late in life, you don't recover. It's just you don't have time to recover to have that life you thought you were going to have. And I just think people, I wanted people to know that there's a way to help cover your asset with with, uh, some security, some comfort of knowing what it is, where it is, and when it is 24-7. When I first approached by the company, I looked at the company. The owner is a stellar guy. He's done this a number of times. Um, he knows how to build companies. And, and I looked at the business model. I love that. And then when I looked at what it does, I was sold. And when I met with him the first time, I told him I wanted to come on board. And I have been since that day. Oh, that's awesome. Was there any specific cases that really show the severity of the problem that you've, you've seen? And you know about? All the time, quite frankly. In this day and age, it's, you know, it's, it's everywhere. The awareness is growing all of the time. So we're here more and more. The problem with this is people don't understand is twofold. One, your title is a public document. Anybody can go get a copy of it and there, and then they can use that information to forge a new one and file it. And, uh, number two is that the main thrust of the, uh, title thief is to make sure that you don't know about it until it's too late. Once the first loan is issued, you're in trouble. Are you the athlete? Uh, excuse me. The, the the crook doesn't want your house. He wants the money, and so he's going to take off. He's going to take that money and move it to some place where they have wide beaches and drinks with umbrellas in them. And you're going to have to take your find yourself an attorney at four or five or six hundred dollars an hour and go down to the courthouse and try to find a judge that will tell you that you weren't responsible for that debt. And that can take two years and $50,000. I mean, that's not an unusual figure for people trying to reclaim the home they already own. I've seen a couple of instances since I've been working on this uh, type of stuff that people spent so much money saving their home, they had to sell it to pay the bills. I mean, it's that's bad. Yeah, it is. I mean, you work your whole life and... Two-thirds of people's, you know, equity, you know, everything they work for is in their real estate. Yeah. And with all the volatility and inflation and the money changes and everything that's happening, that's one of the secure spots that people have. Yeah. Right? And people don't understand there's no dated law on the books called title theft. If someone, no, if someone steals your house and there's enough interest that someone actually, uh, makes a, a record of it, files a crime report, they're going to be charging you with my uh, uh, mail fraud, wire fraud, bank fraud, larceny, forgery, or something like that, because there's nothing out there, in, in as far as I know, anywhere that says the f- title fraud is a crime punishable by XXX. It doesn't exist. And if you're looking for statistics about title fraud, because there's no crime that says title fraud, people aren't able to report it. And so it's totally and completely underreported because it's a civil matter. And the, the crime report, is the FBI calls it the Uniform Crime Report that they issue annually and have the data for all the various crimes that they are responsible for. The uh, Uniform Crime Report 
Nothing gets into that report unless a police officer or a law enforcement officer writes up a criminal report and files it. So if the cop says, you know, you got a dispute with your bank, you better go get an attorney. That report didn't get written. And so there's no record of you being defrauded. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. So it's a little scary. It is. And then now with this new AI thing coming in, that just, you could just automate. You know, I don't want to give anybody ideas, but they've already got it. You know, automate it all. Oh, yeah. And and people say, well, you know, you, you have to do the the title and then you have to get it notary notarized. Oh, big, oh. big. No, <laughs> I have I have four notary stamps in my desk right now. I go online, I order them, I get them in about two days in the mail and it's all phony. Right. But you go online, you fill it out and they'll mail you the notary stamp. If you want to pay 75 bucks, you can get it overnight. Um, so I've done notary stamps in places like Iowa, New York, California. Um, as I have, as a demonstration, as I've stole the properties of the people who are interviewing me. Um, they, yeah, yeah. I used to do that quite a bit. Um, they, they couldn't believe it. And I'd show it to them and they'd say, uh oh, <laughs> this is not a good, this is not a good sign. In fact, if you go to our website, it's hometitlelock.com. I have to get that in there. And you go to the, uh, landing page at the, if you scroll down on the land, the landing page at the bottom of it, there's uh, an image of two people and Glenn Beck talking, and that I'm there interviewing Glenn Beck. And I go through with Glenn Beck what it takes to steal his house, which I then pre- proceeded to do while we're sitting there. He was so impressed when he heard about it right. um, from his staff. He called us and said, would you please come in and explain to me what home title fraud is? And so we flew to Dallas and sat down with him and showed him what it was. And then in the end, he says, I believe you, uh, you've got to sign me up. So um, it, it's pennies a day. Yeah. You know, you know, and I have this little anecdote that I tell Chris, and I mentioned it to you the other day that, you know, I, I when I meet with somebody and they're trying to figure out whether they want to do this and what's going to cost and all that stuff. And I just say to them, if you have a minute, I just want you to answer one question for me. And they look at me and, and I'm hoping the answer is always no. But I say to him, did your house burn down last night? And they look at me like, no, something going on here I don't know about. And I said, no, but did you cancel your fire insurance this morning? You don't need it. Your house didn't burn down. And they look at me. And then some of them who are somewhat you know, aware of financial say, but if I don't have it, my mortgage company will cancel my mortgage. And I said, maybe the mortgage company knows how devastating a fire could be at your house. I said, but in the meantime, if your next door neighbor lost say nine hundred thousand dollars of equity in their house through a, a cyber thief scamming them, um, and they went to the police, they would uh, be told that it's a real estate issue, and with your lender, you got to get an attorney. Now, your house, when the fire occurred, fire department showed up, police department showed up, they all made all these forms out and filed them and made a made a record of it. And last year about 140 million homes in the United States. There were 350, uh, excuse me, 534,000 fires. That's a 0.002%. Two-hundreds of 1% had fired. Um, But we know that data because the reports were filed. But if you were a victim of title theft, there is no place out there that you can go and get the data that says that it's a fact that 
you know, there were this many homes stolen, this much money lost. There's no record of that because of the way the records are kept for crimes that are filed, not crimes that somebody reports. Mm. Um, and the other thing is, wouldn't it be nice if your home coverage guy called you and says, you know, tomorrow that towel on your counter next to your stove is going to catch on fire and burn your kitchen down. I mean, wouldn't it be nice to get that the night before right. so that you know to move the, to- <laughs> you move the towel? Right. Well, if if you have home title lock, you'll get that call from us. Somebody's touched your title, and you better look at it right away so mm. we can work with you to clean it up for you. And that's what we do. And that's the difference, you know, between proactive. And, and quite frankly, I was looking at my own home insurance, and I pay way more every month for my home insurance that I pay every year for home title lock. That's amazing. And I got to put this in here. They get a 10% discount if they go to hometitlelock.com backslash HMHL for a healthy money, happy life. And they actually get 10% off of barely paying anything because it is so affordable. I think it's fabulous. And it's so easy. Things are so vulnerable. People are so busy that they are not paying attention. I literally had a conversation with a real estate agent that's been in practice a lot of decades, okay? And yeah. I, I was talking to him, and I thought, man, this is something you need to have. And they, they talked to their mortgage broker. The mortgage says, oh, it's covered. You don't need it. And because this is not, you know, I'm new to this, I didn't really have the ammo to say, I don't know about that. You mean your mortgage yeah. guy is covering you? Is watching your title every day? I didn't know they did that. Yeah, and see, a lot of people think, how does this company? There, there are three thousand one hundred thirty-four counties, I guess, in the United States, roughly, give yeah. or take a couple. Um, so they think, how does this company look at the recorder's offices in three thousand one hundred thirty-four places to right. watch my title and the other title of the other subscribers? Well. The answer is there are three national databases of titles, and we have agreements so that our software monitors your title in the national database. So we don't have to worry about going to your local county recorder's office. It's out there. Now, if the thief wants it, he has to go to your local county recorder's office or go to his office online and download it. But for his purposes of monitoring, once the thief makes any kind of a change in your title, We'll pick it up at the national level and call you and work with you to stop them or her in their tracks. So after we so, got to get a notice, then you actually hold somebody's hand to walk back, step it, or yeah. do what they need to do. You, our, we don't notify you. Our software does. The software. And our so- okay. Yeah, and the software says, look at your account right away. And okay. when you look at your account, it'll say, if you don't recognize this, because we'll it also file it gives you a copy of the document in question. So it'll say, go to your account. When you get into your account, it'll show you the document that you've been told is there. And they'll say, if you don't recognize this, you must call us right away so that we can help you straighten this out. And so then we step in. And if you recognize it, you don't need to do anything. You know, if right. you get a home, home equity loan or something like that, sure. they file. But if you don't recognize it, Somebody may be tinkering with it. Now, oftentimes, it's uh, like a clerical error. Numbers are transposed. Or they put the wrong address down and things like that. And that's fine. Uh, we can we will go to the individual recorder's office and work with them to correct your file at the office there. And no harm, no foul. And we do that probably dozens of times every week, trying to straighten it out and make sure. Because even if 
your title hasn't been stolen. It's been corrupted in some fashion, Uh, even indirectly. If you go to sell your house, um, it's going to stop in its tracks when they go to pull title because your title will not be correct. And so, you know, for instance, you you sell your house because you, you have a buyer. So you enter into escrow. And then when you sell, you're buying another house. And so you're going to enter into escrow there. This will this will trash all three transactions in a heartbeat mm. because you can't you won't be able to perform until your title is squared away and can be right. uh, assigned to you know the next potential owner. And people don't realize that, but when you enter into escrow, if you think about it, when you go to close, you get charged interest for every day of escrow that you've entered into it. But even if you don't close, you're going to get the bill for the interest because the, the the mortgage company or the lender is not going to let you borrow that money. And then turn it's like you know you bank you rob the bank and then you know you give the money back and you didn't rob the bank. Doesn't work like that, right? And so when you use their money, they're going to want you to pay them back for the time you've used it, oh, whether it's a week, a month, or thirty years. Wow! Did not. Oh yeah, I never knew that. That's so. There's here in San Diego where I am. Uh, in, in 2015, now this goes back a few years, the San Diego Padres Baseball Club own a stadium here. They built it. Right. And in 2015, they decided that they wanted to refinance the constru- part of the construction loan, $125 million. They went all through the process, entered into escrow, and they pulled the title. They didn't own it. Some mentally disturbed man figured out how to file a title naming the baseball park at 100 Park Place. Uh, and put it in his name. Now he was deranged, um, but the title wasn't clear. So they had to stop. They had to go find him. They had to bring him before a judge. And then the judge said, this guy's mentally disturbed. I'm going to put him in a mental hospital. And so they had to go through the process of obtaining a quiet title. It's a legal process, takes time. Can you imagine the, the daily interest on a $125 million loan for, say, 30 days, 60 days? So there's consequences. For when these transactions go sideways as well. So right. if you don't keep pay attention to one of the most important elements of your personal assets, then it can really jump up and bite you pretty hard. Boy, boy, that's that gets really crazy. Are there any specific yeah. security measures or best practices that you would recommend? Sure. HomeTitleLock.com. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. I mean, okay. Sign up. You'll sleep better tonight if you do, quite frankly. But right. your your title is going to be guarded by us 24-7. And if something happens, we're going to come to the rescue. We're going to work with you to clean it up completely. And, for instance, if, it, if it's some rural county in Texas and they have special conditions that you can file under and all that stuff, and you look at it and you say, you know, how do I do this? We'll go and make sure you go through all the steps. We'll go through Good. it with you. Yeah. I mean, we don't have legal standing in your title, so you have to do it. But we will walk you through and tell you to sign here, Perfect. do your X there, and all that stuff, yeah. wherever it happens. And if it's so complicated, what we do is we hire an attorney for us. Mm-hmm. And the attorney tells us how to do it, and we work with you with what the attorney has told us. Perfect. So yeah. you get indirect legal advice, but we don't hire your attorney for you. And if you want to hire your own attorney, we'd recommend that you do so just to make sure that we're doing it right. But it's right. not going to take two years. It's going to take a week. Right. But in the meantime, you stopped anybody from taking out that first loan 
And that's really a threshold you got to worry about. You get beyond that and you're on your own. So this, the, you know, the elaboration on this is this, you know, there are other home title monitoring alert systems, but they don't have what you have in the essence of the repair, right? Correct. Yeah. And you know, and a lot of them will be using identity theft protocols, looking at the databases that, that they use to generate identity theft alerts. Mm-hmm. But that does not really touch your title. They're hoping that they'll use, for instance, a, a false identity or use your social security number, something that will cause a little ripple in their algorithm that makes them want to go look at it and let you know once they, they have to investigate it. Our software goes right past everybody and introduces you to the issue that's at hand. And that, that's a big difference because a matter of a week or 10 days, if they're negotiating a loan during that period, then by the time you get into the game, you're in trouble, financial, emotional, and uh, legal. It, it just it can haunt you for years, quite frankly. Boy, be a nightmare. Boy. What a mess. And then, and, uh, so I bet you, you know, you're a senior executive with the company, been with them for a long time. I bet you've seen, maybe you could share a story of something that happened or success story that really pl- played a pivotal role in in detecting yeah. and preventing the fraud? I mean, a lot of people call us because I think we can solve their problems after the, yeah. the you know, the horse is out of the barn, but yeah. we can't, but we can, we, we do, we'll stop and try to give them some direction as to what to do. But, you know, when I first started with the company uh, back in 2017, 2018, there was a story of a, a lady and I talked to the investigator in Florida she and she was in her 60s. Her parents bought this post-World War II ducko house, two bedrooms, one bath, lived in all their life. They died and gave it to her. And she was not paying attention to what was going on. She missed a few stop signs as far as not. She didn't realize that she wasn't getting her water bill. She wasn't getting her tax bill. Oh. And one morning she woke up and the sheriff's department was there. And they were, and you're still in somebody's house. It's pretty emotional. So they, they, they're armored up when they knock on your door. And they said, you're being evicted from your house. They walked into her house, took all her possessions, put them in those big black plastic bags and put them out to the curb and put her out to the curb. She was done. She she lived essentially across the street in the city park and was, you know, sofa surfing, as they call it, for almost seven months. And finally, one of the um, uh, legal aid societies figured out what had happened to her. They had stolen her title and they sold it to a developer who was going to just take that whole street and redevelop it. And she, she got her house back. And then a couple of years ago, we got a call from a guy who worked in a soup kitchen, I think in, uh, in Oregon. And he said, I don't know what to do. He said, I have this lady's member of our church, been a member for years and years, and she's a friend. Now she's kind of flipping in and out of dementia. And she's been showing up at the soup kitchen. I sat down and talked to her. And she said, well, um, somebody moved in her house and threw her out. And so she's living on the street. So he went to the police. They didn't do anything. You know, he went to the uh, authorities and the, the uh, uh, homeless, you know, agencies and all that stuff. Finally, he called us. He said, I don't know if there's anything I can do here. He said, but she's a lovely lady. And some things happen so that, you know, and we see her uh, some days she's fine. Other days, you know, she's not uh, on the same wavelength. And I said, well. We really don't have any legal standing to do this. I said, but let me make a, a couple of phone calls. And, and they got lucky because a lot of police departments are now starting to institute a um, elderly abuse squad. 
yeah. and that particular city had one. But oh. it took me probably two or three hours, you know, throwing the FBI initials around to finally talk right. to somebody. Right. And I talked to a young lady who was an investigator. And I had done all the paperwork. I've looked at the titles and pulled all the paperwork for that house, and I could see what the fraud was. And so I said, I have the whole case right here in front of me. I'll be glad to, you know, scan it and send it to you and see if you can do something to help this lady. She said, well, you know, that's what we're supposed to do, so send it to me. So I waited about six or eight weeks. And finally, I called her back and got her on the phone. And I said, I just wanted to follow up with this lady because I want to offer her protection for her house at no cost going forward. And the uh, lady said, it's an active investigation, so I'm not allowed to tell you anything about what's going on. She said, but I will tell you, since you brought this to us, the lady's back in her house. So they they got her back in her house. I don't know beyond that what happened, but, you know, just we these things happen and they strike you and you do something and sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Yeah. Oh, those are beautiful stories, though. Yeah. And those are wonderful people who needed help and we were able to provide it you know and you know chris a lot of recorders offices now are saying that they have a broad notification system and they say it's free well first of all nothing is free they're hiring somebody to do it so it's a third party vendor that they hire and give them access to the recorders office files right there they don't go on a national basis and then uh if you have to sign up you have to call in or go in on online and when you click on the box that says you want to sign up for the free coverage it takes you to a disclaimer the top of the disclaimer says you are now leaving the recorder's office website mm-hmm. so you're going to the the vendor's website and then you have five paragraphs of telling you why you can't sue them if it doesn't work out and you can't sue the recorder's office if it doesn't work out i mean that's what it's all about right so there's a really strong strong disclaimer mm. that's in place now you can sign up and it doesn't cost you anything so hopefully it does what it's supposed to do and if you get a notification they're going to say you have uh something in your file that you need to look at and let us know how that works out because you're done. They're, they want to done with them. They're done with you. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, with us, we say, here's what you need to be doing right now. And that's the difference between free and 35 cents a day. 35 cents a day to protect well, everything you spent your life on yeah, working I've for. Two, 200 bucks divided by 365, whatever it is, 30 or 40 cents. Right. I don't know. Now, right. What's a cup of coffee? You can't, you know, I said when, when we were down at like $179, it's like 25 cents a day. And I was going to a, a meeting at one of the studios on the East Coast. And I said to myself, because it's a big city, I said, I can't think of anything because it was 25 cents a day that, that it was, it worked out to at that time. I said, I cannot think of anything in this city that I could buy for 25 cents a day that I could take to the studio to show them this is what you'd get. tell me what you can buy for 25 cents a day yeah i can't think of anything right right i mean you know stick of gum is now 79 cents it's like (laughs) 79 cents for gum no but seriously home title lock.com backslash hm HL that gives 10% off of what you're yes. talking about. Yeah. So it's you know 
it's insane not to take the time and don't say you're too busy, right? Because this is what you're spending your time is it putting that money in your your mortgage, right? People don't understand that 80% of their assets and representing their life's work is the equity in their home. 80%. It's probably more than that now because the value of homes has you know, rocketed in the last couple of right. years. Right. And living in California with me, it's probably a heck of a lot more than that. Yes. But, and then if you are a homeowner and you're looking at that equity, so when you sell out, you can give money to your kids or you can move to a retirement or assisted living community. Mm-hmm. If you lose 80% of that, the money you have left is not going to give you a very pleasant life going forward. So you mm-hmm. need to protect your most important asset, right. your home's equity. That's simple. That's as simple as it can get. You know, you're so on point. I bet you could just, you have so many stories, maybe just one more, one more example of, of a story that you've seen. Cause that lady with the trash bag inheriting the house from her mom, that is so vivid in my brain right now. That's, yeah, that's, we had a guy call us from, I think the state of Washington, uh 85 years old. He was living on actually income from, he had five homes that he had, Spoiled his life to buy and pay off and live off the proceeds. And one of his tenants came to him and said, you know, I want to get a new lease. And so would you sign this lease? Well, it wasn't a, it wasn't a lease. Oh. It was a, a document that made him co-owner joint tenant agreement. You've mm-hmm. probably heard of that. I know. It, yeah. So when you have a joint tenancy, you're both co-owners. One dies, right. the guy still, the person still alive is now the owner. That's right. I've seen, and so, yeah. yeah, this guy got him to sign that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he took off. He got 160000 I think, in, in loans and took off with the money. And so this guy took him to court because he felt he was defrauded. Right. He spent five years and $50,000 mm-hmm. trying to get the judge to agree that he didn't have to pay that loan back. Wow. And at the end, the judge said, look, you signed this document. You owe them the money. You've got to go pay them. And he called and he said, I'm selling the house. He said, I've got to pay $160,000 back. I've spent $50,000 trying to get the ownership of the home I own back in my own name. He said, it doesn't make sense. He said, so I'm going to move forward with just four homes. And he had them all. Yeah. At that point, he had them all registered with HomeTitleLock.com. So it wouldn't happen to him again. But I mean, here was an elderly man and, you know, his homes were his income. Right. His retirement income, you know, and. This guy walked out the door with it, quite frankly. You know, that is, I've seen that. It's such a common story. I've seen it with people doing living trusts and these bad kids that come in and try to, you know, the person's getting older and here, sign this. I didn't know I signed all yeah. that. It's it's crazy. And you do this when you're in your right mind. Check out HomeTitleLock.com backslash HMHL. Get the 10% discount. You can't complain. Yep. Less than 25 cents a day. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a gift. It's it a gift a from it's a gift from Chris. <laughs> right. <laughs> Safe money strategies. Oh, With yeah. Art's blessing. Art, it's really fun to have you here. You're you're I I 
you know, we'll you can tell up. I'm kind of passionate about this. I can tell, and and I would be too once I, as I start yeah. to learn more about it because I'm, I'm you know learning these stories, but it, but it fits the conversation mm. I have, which is safe money. Everybody's at risk everywhere. All their money's in the stock market, right? In risk, they don't have any yeah. safe money. Their tile is open to AI. Now they have the new program that goes right in and does it right for you, right? <laughs> Could be, yeah. I mean, you just, if you don't, nobody's going to watch your money for you. And the last thing you're going to, this last thing you're going to do is watch your title. They think, well, it's safe. Well, it's not. I never thought of it, really, honestly. So, Chris, one last question. Yes, sir. Did you you sign up yet? (laughs) Yeah, I'm in process right now after talking. (laughs) You better be. I will, especially now. Okay. If you have any questions, if you have any questions, please call me. I'll take care of it. I will. I will. I'm on it. I'm on it. And I'm going to be telling millions of people about it too. And then I can say, I own it. So there. There you go. And we'll give you credit for your ownership. I'll get credits. But, but too. No, yeah, no money, just credit. Just credit. Okay. Good good girl. <laughs> you get credits. Yeah. But you're you're doing them a service, making them understand that that part of their key part of their assets that they have forgotten is even there. Right. Is completely vulnerable to a thief with it doesn't even need a pen, quite frankly. I mean you can sit in grandma's uh basement and get this stuff online. You just then, get the notary and the thing, and you can do oh, a yeah. form, yeah. and it's too everybody it's thinks Everybody thinks simple. the stopgap here is the notary. <laughs> the notary is the easiest. So I mean, much you know. Fraud. Yeah. Is there, just just on a little side note, are there any, is there any grassroots efforts or initiatives or anything, or it's just one of those things that's just lost in the minutiae, right? Well, part of the issue is the realty industry. Uh-huh. Would go nuts if the uh, recorder's office was able to challenge a title. See, once the titles, all the the blocks are filled in right. properly with with something, the recorder's office is required to file it. They don't have an option. They can be sued if they if you don't file it. And of course, with all the real estate transactions, they don't want people uh, standing in line with some. Uh, uh, government uh, hack uh, telling them, well, you didn't cross this T and dot this I, right. and so for this million nine hundred thousand dollar transactions going down the chute. No, they so they want this to be as seamless as possible. Get recorded. Everybody gets their money. People get their house, and right. everybody moves on happy. It's right. just when you look at the flip side of that page, and you realize it might be a forgery, and you're you're letting somebody steal money with it. Um, it, it gets kind of tricky. And, you know, they have all these laws that you can't do this, you can't do that. Do you right. think the criminals care if they're, they're violating the law to get a couple no. hundred thousand dollars? They don't no. care. Not in a million years. They don't even end up trying them in some no. of these states, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> As I told Glenn Beck, though, I said, you know, he says, well, does this happen all the time? I said, yeah. He says, you ever catch the people? And I said, thank God there are stupid ones out there that make us look good. Right. Because every once in a while, somebody's so stupid that we just, we, Happen to catch them, but you know, a really, I mean, if you look on our website at hometitlelock.com, we have a a felon on our website that stole 150 houses. Mm. Matthew Cox, he's he's written a book about it. I mean, he made millions and millions of dollars, but he got caught because he yeah. got he got too confident, right. and he got he got 25 years in jail. Mm. 
um, which is unheard of. But um, yeah. you know, he's and he he'll tell you, mm. easy peasy, man. He can just go steal a house anytime he wants. Doesn't do it anymore. I hope. So you know, it's you just you got to be smart with this kind of money on the table. I mean, right. would you take nine hundred thousand dollars and put it in a bag out on the curb in front of your house? Of course <laughs> not. Well, that's about what you're doing. So the guy can drive by and get your street address and take your money just that quickly. Ooh, well, you pulled back the curtain here for sure. And and you got my attention because I talk about Good. safe money. So I'm all in here for sure. There you go. Yeah. 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 And, and, to, and you know what? Another key thing is yeah. you can do other people's homes. You don't have to cover just your own. Oh. So you just need the address and you need a, a contact number, which could be your number. And your uh-huh. email address, and then you'll have they'll notify you if something happens to your your grandmother's house or your oh. great aunt and uncle's house yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, so I, can I mean, I it. have yeah, yeah. Obviously, I don't pay for mine, but I have probably seven or eight homes in my uh-huh. account that I cover for people: uh, elder brother and sister, uh, mother-in-law. Um, and so, if something happens, I'll get notified, and I wow. can help them out. And is it more expensive when you add more names or stuff? No, no. Wow. It's, it, I well, I mean, and my rental. but it's, it's, it's 200 per, I mean, you don't get five for the same price. Right. It's, it's a, it's a new charge for each one. Yeah. But you yeah. can, I mean, when you, when you sign yourself in, which I know you're going to do now, when you get down to the bottom, it'll say, do you want to add any more? And you click on that, it'll take you back to fill it out for the next ones. So you can do relatives, okay. neighbors, whoever you yeah. want to do. Yeah. If you want to offer them that kind of protection, there or even uh, even even you could do it even for your clients. Right. Right. That's right. Well, after this great video, and uh, people are going to go, we need to do this now. Right. All right. Yeah. Right. And so they can all get me at art at hometitlelock.com and I'll help them out if they need it. There you go. Well, I'm, I'll have you help me out and give me the link of what I need. Right. Will do. No problem. Oh, all right. But everybody that's listening right now, seriously, go to hometitlelock.com backslash HL. You get the 10% off. I'm going to get mine. Yes. Okay. Yep. But I'm going to I'm going to be broadcasting this and pushing this all out because this is the foundation of safe money. Two thirds of your, your everything you work for is in that house. So let's get it yep. safe. Make sure you have a living trust and all the right paperwork around it too. So it's protected from probate, conservatorship, and all those things, right? Yep, exactly. Right. So to your viewers, don't sit around. <laughs> Listen to Chris. Listen to Chris. She knows right. what she's talking about. Chris, thank you, Art. Well, you get all the accolades. I mean, no. you know, FBI agent, I'm, and um, I'm just passionate about. What, yeah. what's going on and i hate to see people get uh, hurt yeah so bad you know that's that simple that's the right heart and that's the heart that will change the world and how about peace on earth why well, don't throw that yep. in there too yeah please yeah <laughs> so if down the road you get some good stories about this okay let me know and i'll I come sure back will. and talk to you about them yeah okay that sounds great yeah. art thank you so much thank for you. being here yeah it's my pleasure believe me all right such an honor bye chris Good talking to you. Thank you. Bye-bye. It's been a pleasure. Yep. So long. All right. See ya. There's so much to learn about healthy money. I hope today's discussion brings you one step closer to securing and protecting your future. So you can get started on the right foot, go to meetwithchrismiller.com and schedule your free financial fitness strategy session. Thank you for listening. 
and please subscribe to Money 911 so you don't miss our next episode, which includes health, wealth, and peace of mind. Lives inside